Well, it's that time of week again. It's what? time for Art House Rewind. Oh, I'm woo. that time. I'm so sorry. Dude. I don't think you're sorry at all. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. I'm Keller. Yes, you are. And we're always happy that you're here, especially you, the listener, as we jump into all things happening in film, art, and culture of Billings, Montana, with Art House Billings. So today uh, marks the beginning of a new month, gentlemen. Oh, it uh, sure does. Well, it marks the second day of a yeah. new month, technically. Yeah. And we thought, as always, it would be a good time to rewind. And talk about what this, this past month was. So it That's was made. the name of the podcast. That's right. We had a lot of conversations about musicals in the month of May because it is musical May. And so we're going to talk about what we played both at Art House and the Babcock, what went well, what didn't go so well, and all of those kinds of things. But before we jump into it, Brian, what's coming up that people need to know now that we're in the month of now June? Now that it's June. All right. We're going to get into June now. So, um... Tomorrow, June third, we will be opening Men, Men. at uh, Art House. Alex like they Garland's need another opening. Yeah. How many openings do Men need? Exactly. <laughs> Finally, they're making movie about Men. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Finally. Finally, we get our story yeah. told. Exactly. It's about time. It's a psychological horror film from Alex Garland about Men. Uh, yeah. About Men. Uh, yeah. I've been real excited for it. I know it's been getting some mixed responses across the country, but I'm still real excited. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm very I'm pumped. all on board. I loved Ex Machina. I loved Annihilation. So I am anxiously awaiting. And you to check watched? This one didn't out. you have a TV series too? Did you watch uh, Devs? Yeah. yeah, and you like that? Yep. I didn't ever check that out. But yep. okay. Uh, so that opens tomorrow, and we are holding on to Montana Story. Um, that one's been playing really well for us, and it's a pretty good, you know, melodramatic, but still a great uh, drama out of Paradise Valley that uh, I really enjoyed. So mm-hmm. hope you guys come and check that one out as well. Then uh, tomorrow at Babcock, we have the Women's Adventure Film Tour, which is a collection of stories from around the world of... <laughs> Women with a sense of excitement and doing interesting things that a little bit of different sort of programming for us. But um, if you like Warren Miller stuff, if you like uh, like the fly fishing or the um, other one that we do full full draw. Oh, yeah. They're all kind of in that same family there. So, um, yeah, should be some. Come get a waft. Of yeah, that, you know? Exactly. That's the acronym. No, I get it. That okay. was really great. <laughs> you did it. And you don't have to be a woman to attend. No, yes. you don't. Yep. No, you yep. Actually, it looks really awesome. It really yeah. is. Yeah, like, yeah, I checked out some of them, and yeah, they're pretty well done little docs. Yeah. You know, I think there's about eight of them for this, so. Cool. cool. Uh, and then on Tuesday, it's Prince's birthday, so we're bringing back Purple Rain to the Babcock, which is always a lot of fun to check mm-hmm. out on the big screen. Uh, come out, dress up, whatever you want to do. It's always a bunch of fun to check out Purple Rain, and I will be there because it's been it's been a good decade since I've seen it. So yeah. it's time to check it out again. Are you going to dress up? If I you could, should, you should you should dress up as one of Prince's guitars. <laughs> yes, I, as the non-pronounceable the symbol. Yep. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> And then, uh, and then on Thursday, our good friend Alana Waxman will be in to present her film "We Burn Like This" that was shot in Billings pre-pandemic, and uh, she's doing a Montana film tour of it. And we're glad to be the kickoff uh, premiere of that tour. So. 
come check out We Burn Like This at the Babcock on June 9th. June 9th. Yeah. Giddy up. Lots yeah. happening. So, gentlemen, here was our rundown for the month of May at both Art House and the Babcock. We had the Northman. We had the Eric Olson organ trio. We also had the Duke. We played Friday the 13th. We are still playing Montana Story, but we opened it in May. We had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with Science on Screen. Soul of a Cyclist. We had Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the OG. The Wall. The Blues Brothers. My Fair Lady. Chicago. Bye Bye Birdie. Petite Mamam. Emergency. Superbad. Happening. Josie and the Pussycats. Duel. Nitrom. Yankee Doodle Dandy. And Pompo the Cinephile. That's a lot. That's a mouthful. That was a lot. I, a I lot got tired things. halfway through. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, gentlemen, out of that list, let's talk quickly about what did better, what did really well in the month of May that kind of surprised us, and what didn't do as well. And then we're going to jump into just your personal takes on what was your favorite, what didn't, mm-hmm. uh, what mm-hmm. you didn't mm-hmm. enjoy as much. So, what did well in the month of May? A lot of things did well. Okay, but. let's move <laughs> on. So then, the, I I was actually surprised. Or maybe not surprised, but the Duke played really well yep, yep. at the art house, which was cool. That was that was one that we had. Uh, you know, every showing had a nice little poll, but people of all ages coming to see this fun little story. Mm-hmm. You know? It was great. I was, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and Montana's story also has been killing it this first week that we had it. It's great to see people coming out supporting Montana made film and. Uh, it, it's a good story. It yep. really is. And it was fun to see, me. like, Mamma Mia was on Mother's Day. Yeah. And big crowd. Big crowd. For Mother's Day, yeah. which was, was really fun. And then, you know, we've talked about it, but My Fair Lady on Eliza Doolittle Day. Good yeah. crowd for that. So mm-hmm. that was fun to see. Um, as far as... The Wall actually had a pretty good showing for yep. that late night yep. slot. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, as far as things that didn't go so well, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. sup- like the number of people that talked to me about like, oh, I'm so cool. You played yeah. on the big screen. Can't wait to come see it. And how many people did we have for it? Eight. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> At the Babcock. <laughs> At the yeah. Babcock. Yeah. It was a... I mean, it's still great. People yeah. that came enjoyed it. But at the end of the day, it's like, oh... That didn't yeah. do as well as we thought it was going to yeah. do. It's, yeah, and I don't know if it's the programming <laughs> angle of like, you know, we love filling up with musicals in May and then people kind of pick and choose like, well, I'm not going to go to all of them. So they kind of pick and choose and one just kind of becomes the redheaded stepchild yep. that yep. misses out. And Yeah, people can't go to three movies a week. So yeah. at the end of the day, they got to pick and choose something. I mean, so. you could. You could. Mm-hmm. That's hey, right. folks, try a little harder. Okay, yeah. come on, <laughs> go to more movies. All right. Uh, so the other, I guess, for me, the thing that was fun to see is Soul of a Cyclist, uh, which yeah. was with um, Trailnet. 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 That's what it was. Uh, was really cool. Like truly packed house. We got that text from yeah. staff. Like this is this is what it means for like what, what was the text. Uh, Floor seats. Oh, floor, floor seats. seats. Yeah. Floor seats. That's what it was because there were people sitting on the floor. Yeah. You know, front. Front. I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. So, yeah. anyways, thank you, Billings Trailnet, for hosting yeah, that event. Yeah, it was fun to have everybody yeah, there. For sure. Okay. So, personal takes. What was your favorite film of the month of May? The one that uh, you enjoyed the most or surprised you the most? Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll start. Uh, I actually, you know, there was a lot of things that, despite how they played, like I was really pretty happy with most of the things that we played i thought that we had a pretty good lineup uh i thought petite maman was great Mm -hmm. and unfortunately did not play super well but i would say the most fun i had 
in the theater this month was going to Friday the 13th part two. Like we had a huge crowd. We had as big a crowd as we did for part one and people were just loving it. And, uh, you know, I was sitting in a row behind some high school girls that I could just tell like they've never seen this before they're getting scared at all the right spots they're like and i was like <laughs> it's this working. is this is great yeah. to <laughs> kind of see it through their eyes in yeah. that sense and so yeah i i had a blast going to friday the 13th part two <laughs> that's nice. really fun um i have to say we during the sundance uh we watched a bunch of films during the sundance film uh yep. yeah whatever. festival festival there yep. we go i was <laughs> no, gonna say competition it's not a yeah. competition <laughs> Well, um, it is. But. The film <laughs> WrestleMania, yeah, yes. I think is what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. WWE the showdown. Sundance. <laughs> but um, one of them was Emergency that Brian and I yeah. had watched, but I had to leave early, so I missed like the latter half of it. Mm-hmm. But I finally came and finished it at the art house, and it's I really enjoyed it, especially really the well person done. I was telling Brian this morning, the person who played lead, his last scene in it was like some of the most mature mature acting i've seen in a while it was really good yeah yeah it's i think it's a great you know comedy that kind of subverts your expectations Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i i thought it was really well done i i feel like what hurt us on that was that i I feel like amazon who was distributing the film kind of didn't put a big campaign behind it to kind of help us out on it it seemed like it flew under the radar a lot whereas if they would have put some more machinery behind it it would have sure picked up some numbers but uh yeah it is on amazon prime now if anyone wants to check it out at home i do have to say in addition to that though i have to give a little special shout outs one super bad back on the big screen boy what a great comedy i know i've mentioned this to you guys but when i first saw that i was like this changes comedies yeah (laughs) from here on out i i remember seeing it um I was living in Portland at the time and I saw it at a theater there and I remember leaving the theater feeling like this is going to be like down in history of yeah. great comedies like yeah. Ghostbusters and Animal House totally. and that sort of thing. So. And on on that note, like so cool playing the Blues Brothers at the Babcock. Like that's one of my dad's favorite movies and just classic era of like, you know, SNL graduates mm-hmm. yeah. making like, you know, really great comedy film yeah kind of one of the first of those like snl alum films yeah yeah totally and just to echo what you mentioned about soul of a cyclist just having like worked that event and helping to set it up that was a really cool event just on the outside like that was exactly what we as a cinema aim to do with community and getting people involved and you know, especially partnering with like another local organization. Just just on that alone, it was a very cool, heartwarming event. You yep. know, and everyone was so excited and like, it, I don't know. It was it was just really heartwarming. So we're trying to warm your heart. <laughs> it's like very it. warm right now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so your favorite would be emergency. Is that what you're picking? Yeah. Okay. Which is fine. I mean, <laughs> you, you can pick seven, I guess, because you've gone. I think it's been three months now that you haven't picked the least favorite. So that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So we'll give you a chance for that in a second. First, I get to say my favorite uh, of the month would probably be the Duke, because Ooh. I did not go into it. In fact, we were when we were watching it, mm-hmm. Brian. 
it was like 15 minutes in and I made a comment that was a little like snarky, like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and and it wasn't that I hated it, but I, I felt like I knew what I was in for. Yeah. I know what they're doing. Here we go. Yeah. And it, it just, it got me. And I was like, this is a great, like not only a great story, but done really, really well with a lot mm-hmm. of heart, a lot of charm. And by the end of it, I'm just like, yeah, I'm in. I like this. And I, and I every time I introed the film, and I think even on the intro sheet that you you put together, Brian, it's a cute film. And I always had to say, yeah. like, it's the best word for it. And it's not meant to be like yeah. demeaning at all. It mm-hmm. really is a cute. Like you just leave feeling better about yourself and humanity in some ways. Yeah. So, anyways, the Duke was the surprise for me, and probably the one that I walk away going, yeah, that that was the that was the one for me. So, Keller, let's start with you. Oh! <laughs> if you had to pick a film that kind of disappointed you, wasn't wasn't your favorite, didn't live up to, you know, expectations, what would be that one? Great question, <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> Very good question. <clears throat> um, you know, I... <laughs> I don't know if I could pick one, honestly. Oh, here because, we go. Because oh, everything was so good. So just, well, because <laughs> the ones that I have not seen, I chose not to see. So I will say, no. just on this list, one that I knew if I had seen it, I for sure. I'm just gonna say Pompo. Yeah, the cinephile. I okay, know. because it, because of I'm just not big into anime. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna lie, Brian, you're totally right. Like the trailer alone made me think, like, oh, this looks like a really great story. But all the, oh, you know, like that stuff. I was, yeah, <laughs> that sorry. just happened. Yep. No, I, <laughs> thank just, you. I, I can't roll with, you know, it was, it all right. me off. Okay. Actually, it's funny. I worked the shift that your regular Wednesday group comes yep. in and they all came in and even before the film started, they're like, oh, why are we here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what'd they think? Uh, they, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they they just they were, let's just say they were speechless. <laughs> uh, Brian, for I you, actually, so um, yeah. In in my defense, since I'm the programmer, but I I really did enjoy Pompa the Cinephile. Yeah. But I know that it was going to be a pretty divisive booking, sure. especially once that trailer dropped, and I was like, "Ooh, you guys aren't really doing yourself any favors." <laughs> yeah, they leaned heavily trying into to that. like if you're not into the anime game. This is not going to yep. convert. This you is not an on ramp so, trailer. This yep. is very much a you're so, in or you're out. Um, but it really was a sweet story, and uh, as an artist, I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, but as far as thing, you know, a lot of my disappointment came in things that um, underplayed. Okay. Like I said, with Petite Maman, with mm. uh, Emergency happening, uh, Josie and the Pussycats, all of those. I was really hoping would get some better numbers. Um, but really, even though it was our number one film of the month, I was a little let down by the Northmen. I was too, man. Like I, I should have. I'm, I'm not going to say that it's terrible. I got a lot out of it, but I just, I was expecting so much more than yeah. what I got, and because of who the filmmaker is, yeah. because of who the filmmaker is, people involved in it, even the trailer looked like I'm going to really dig this, yeah. and then I was just a little underwhelmed when I saw it. Maybe if I see it again, I'll come around to it. But um, yeah, just kind of left feeling a little underwhelmed when I saw it. I will say, I, I'm sure you listened to this too, his interview with Mark Maron. Yeah. He even said in that, because this is the highest, biggest budget film he's done. Yeah. Yep. He even said, um, like, after having made it, he said to Mark Maron, like, I wish I could 
make it again. Oh, really? Because I would do a lot of things different. Yeah. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but it's I yeah yeah I so from what I understand this was actually something that he had written before the lighthouse. Oh, but I didn't know that. Knew that it was like. He he couldn't do it on the budget that A twenty four would give yeah. him, so he you know waited until he could get someone like Focus behind him to give him a bigger budget, and kind of is feeling a little now that like maybe the smaller budget is where he belongs. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. One of those things, like as a as a spectator of film, you look at it from the outside and think like, oh, why did they do that or what? Mm-hmm. Like, but to think about a director and just the difference between, let's say, a, a $15 million film and even a $100 billion yeah. film, like, and all the decisions and all the thing, like, it's a completely different... Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. you, you you just work differently, you know? And, and I don't think as a spectator of film, you, you think mm-hmm. about that as much, you know, yeah. that there's more people involved, there's more things that are, yeah. that are happening than and, just... And, I mean... I know people talk about this. I don't know how much of this is true and how much of this is Robert Eggers' defenders, but people saying like, oh, studio meddling must have oh, been yeah, yeah. a thing, oh, yeah. which, I mean, is a thing. Like, when you have a higher budget, like, they want studios do back, want yeah. their money back. Yeah. So there is a little bit more meddling than when you're doing something that's only like $5 million. Hmm. So I didn't think about that. Yeah. So, all right. So my pick <clears throat> for, uh, you know, just disappointment would be dual. Uh, because I thought the film was fine, mm-hmm. but I really loved uh, Art of Self-Defense. I think we've talked yeah. about it on mm, this before. Yeah. Like, really loved it. And then Duel, just, it, again, it, it wasn't a bad movie by any means, yeah. but I was just, I think, so excited for it. And then on top of that, it did not play well no. uh, at Art House at no. all. I think we had planned to keep it for two weeks, and it was after one week. Yeah, like, yeah this is just... I was hoping that playing that trailer with everything everywhere all at once, it's like, oh, this... These are people with the same sort of vibe yep. that mm-hmm. yep. will come on and see it and just yeah, didn't translate. They just didn't. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you think it was the like the writing or the the casting that did it for you? Cause I, I will just say not to put anything in your mouth, any words in your mouth. Don't put anything in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Boop. But the the me the lead gal, Karen Gillen. Uh, yeah uh like she did the dry comedy thing yep. great yeah yep. but there was something about just like her character that i was like this is like this is great and funny but it's a little weird for me I her think, choices were a little weird for me sure <clears throat> i don't know that it was that as much as i think um so the in the beginning of it mm-hmm. well let's go back so art of self-defense i felt like there was there, the film is pointing at all these different things yeah. within masculinity and culture. Yeah. And I I was in on the joke the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The beginning of Duel, I felt like, not that I knew where it was going, but I knew what it was pointing at. And it took some turns and did some things that I no longer felt like I knew what it was trying to, yeah. to communicate oh. or say. lost its message or metaphor. Yeah, and, or... I, and I just felt outside of what was happening. Mm-hmm. And maybe there is something deep and I'm just missing it. But I, I just didn't feel that connection to what was happening. Yeah. So then when when the story progresses and the certain twists and turns take place, it's more like, okay, fine, okay, fine. Where when those twists and turns take place in Art of Self-Defense, again, I felt like I was I was like, oh, that's like that's smart, that's brilliant, that's yeah. that's crazy, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like and 
it was dry and funny and all yeah, of those things yeah. the same thing. This thing had some dry humor, but I just wasn't in on the story yeah. uh, and where it, where it went. Which as much. honestly could be pretty typical because it's like the first album versus sure. the second, sure. right? Because no. Art of Self-Defense was Riley Stern's first film, right? I don't think so. No? Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, thanks, guys. I've been Keller Paulson. I'm out of here. <laughs> That was really good, though. Thanks, man. I it was like it. his first big hit, but yeah, I don't think it was his first film. There you go. The, the, yeah, the metaphor holds up. <laughs> no. It totally holds up, man. All right, <laughs> gentlemen, uh, that was the month of May for us. We got a lot coming in June. Brian's talked a little bit about it. We are in the summer months. Summertime. We got some really fun stuff planned for the summer, so stay tuned. Arthousebillings.com if you haven't uh, stayed tuned there at all. Also want to say just a quick shout-out because we talked about it. Membership May. Big yeah. success. We did. We, it. Yeah. we were shooting for a hundred members. We got over a hundred and ten members signed up. Man, you're kidding me. Uh, you know, I'm not. I wow. don't joke about membership, Keller. I joke about a lot, not membership. So <laughs> thank that's you. what I like about you. Thank you to all those people that renewed or signed up fresh. Uh, man, just a great month and a lot of really really good stuff happening uh, in our community, and that's because of you, the listener, doing it's all the very you can to support. Heartwarming. Yes, as we've talked multiple times, your heart is warm. (laughs) Got to cool that puppy down somehow. So, all right, uh, gentlemen, any final words before we sign off for the week? Podcast at arthousebillings.com. Let us know what you want to hear and say to us. Keller, any final words? Podcast at (laughs) arthousebillings.com. Let us know what you want to hear. Brian, is that you? And say to us. That was beautiful. (laughs) All right, see you later, everybody. Thank you.